everybody, welcome to the first episode of We Should Catch Up. This is Jonah, your co-host. Uh, we Should Catch Up is a podcast about modern dating uh, in a digital age. It's about the things we wish we could say uh, and things we wish we could discuss. Um, basically, a guy and a girl having a candid conversation about dating and such. Uh, the only catch is that um, the co-host is an ex-fling of mine, someone I maybe used to hook up with, maybe used to date, maybe just had a thing for, but never confessed or did confess, and that didn't work out well. For the first episode, uh, it's my friend Lauren Pratt, my very good friend, and we had a really great time together catching up and doing this episode for everybody and also for ourselves. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. At the very end of the episode, Lauren kind of stopped us and said that maybe we didn't get what we needed. And to her credit, we hit the play button, or sorry, the record button again, and got some really interesting gold material that I think is the ultimate purpose of this podcast. And I don't quite know what the purpose is yet, but I think it's a step in the right direction. So make sure you stick around to about the, let's see here, the 36 minute mark. Things get uh, very real in this moment. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Let us know what you think. And here we go. So we can we can officially start. Are you going to welcome me here? I'm going to welcome you. <laughs> um, so hello, everybody, and welcome to We Should Catch Up. This is episode one on a fine May 8th day in West Hollywood, California. We Should Catch Up is a experiment, um, a podcast uh, about dating habits and uh, sort of a, a personal journey of a millennial man. Um, as I discussed with women, um, current dating things. I don't really know what I'm saying. I'm riffing here. Women that you've dated. Women that I've well, women that I've dated. Yeah, the catch is I uh, <laughs> I invite women that I've dated, and that could be defined by a couple different things. That could be a kiss, a confession of love, or a serious relationship. And we'll have to get into what defining a relationship really means. 2018. Today I'm joined by the lovely and awesome, the wickedly talented, wickedly awesome. John Travolta. Lauren Pratt. Lauren Hi, Pratt. I'm Lauren Pratt. Lauren Pratt's here. <laughs> nice, to, nice to be here. Nice to, <laughs> nice to see you, Jonah. Describe the setting that you're in right now. Um, I am in a Los Angeles McMansion um, that is inhabited by five, four, four young 20-something men who share this home, and it is furnished as such. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dope wood table. This is a dope wood table. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Lauren, you're the first person I called after I called my mom to tell her that I had this idea. <laughs> and yeah. so thank you for being here. So I think the first thing that we got to talk about is what would we, what are, what are we? Right like, now? Well, no, what, I guess, yeah, sure. I guess what are we now? How do we, you know, if the premise of the podcast is, uh, guy interviews ex-girlfriends that's obviously i don't i only have one true ex-girlfriend what 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 are, are we i guess we're friends what right? are we or, or what were we i mean right now i would consider us friends great and i actually might have always considered us friends Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no not no, in a bad I, way no i i feel that i i totally agree do you with disagree you. Yeah. i totally agree with you uh, like maybe we should talk a little bit about our 
like quick journey together. Let's jump back. Let's get a little history. So um, I can just set up where we are. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we are at USC, University of Southern California. We're in film school. Um, we are also, you're from the East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. We're also East Coasters. And if you're in the film school and from the East Coast, you tend to immediately know who each other are. Just, you could be whoever and you're going to know who each other are. And how did we, what was our first interaction ever? Do you remember that? I think we had an interaction on the lawn of my sorority house. I think you're right. I think, <laughs> I think you're I think right. You like introduced yourself to me or something and mm-hmm. we had sort of a rude interaction. Well, I had known about you. I had loved your name. I had loved the name Lauren Pratt. I was like, I like, I want to know Lauren Thanks. Pratt. And then I also just knew you because you were fucking kicking ass producing um, with like Cassie and mm-hmm. Eric Fleischman, Cassie Brooksbank. I was like, whoa, like cute girl who also is like really dope at film. Like I want to marry this girl. That's how I used <laughs> to think. Still do think that way. But um, I'm trying to remember. We, I want to say we like hooked up after a day party, actually. Like an yeah, something. Party. I don't remember the first time that we hooked up. I just remember I just remember hearing about you. You were a year younger than me. That's right. And I remember hearing that you were just kind of making waves. Um, and then we met, and I was like, that guy's a little shit. And maybe I'm going to hook up with him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't really remember the first time that we hooked up. I just remember that, oh, we went on a date. We went on a date to the movies. We did? Yes, we went on a date. Where did we go? What did we I just say? remember, because at that point, you know, Wait, you're right. we're yeah. in college. People don't really go on dates. Like, right. at least not in our circle of people. No. You would just go to no. school and then you oh, would I hook up, you up with people. I picked you up from Right, Catholic. So you were right. like, oh, I'd like to take you on a date. And I was like, yep. huh, okay. Yeah, let's go on a date. So you picked me up, we went to the movies. And we had a great time. We had a great time. What did we see? Fuck. I don't remember. I want to say it was like a Harry Potter or like a Fast It was and something like that. Yeah, um, it was something fun. I picked you up, dropped you off at Kappa, which is the sorority house that yeah. you lived in at the time. And wow. And we made out. We made out. So, okay. So, yeah, it was kind of us. like great. Good for us. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of sweet. Yeah, good for us. <laughs> and then from there, it got less sweet. Like, we would just hook up when we were drunk. Right. And <laughs> I mean, is that, is what, why, why do we think, why did that happen? Why, why did, how did it go from sweet to sort of almost just. I don't know. Irresponsible. I think that if at this point in my life we had gone on that same date and I wasn't in a relationship, that mm. I would have been like, oh, let's go on a second date. I think it was just the environment that we were in. It wasn't really, I don't think either of us were looking to, I mean, I wasn't particularly looking to settle down. I mean, no. We were in school and, you know, things were just felt, everything felt more temporary, I think, at that time for me. Maybe we were ahead of the time, ahead of the curve, going on dates, being responsible in such a way <laughs> in college, but then being forced into these scenarios of like, blackout drunk during the day, go drink. Yeah. I remember you made me, we went to the, one of the Kappa events, and I think as a gift or something, you made me this really dope cooler that I kept for a long time that I really loved, Kappa cooler. And there's a really cool shirt too that I still have. It's from that experience. And I remember just, I remember just, we, I remember having very good, t- I think maybe truthfully, you're one of the, you know, people that I, we had the, I had the most consistent relationship. I'm doing that in quotes for those of you guys listening in college. Yeah. I mean, we, we kept coming back to each other. I think partly that was because, I don't know. I think I really liked you as a person. Like I really enjoyed hanging out with you. I felt like we had good chemistry and we never like wronged each other or it never got weird. 
Yeah. So because of that, it felt really comfortable to to come back to one another. Like For I sure. could always text you and be like, "What are you? What are you up to tonight?" And maybe you hadn't heard from me in three weeks, and vice versa. And it wouldn't be like, "Well, where have you been?" It's kind of like that best friend scenario where you have that friend who you don't need to talk to every day, but you're always at the same level of friendship. When yeah, it was kind of like that. And then, and then things carried over outside of college, which is that's right. unexpected. That's our, that's our, that was a sequel to us. You know, if college was the movie, the sequel was out of college us. Yeah. Well, we kind of continued the same Just relationship. Continued cycle. Yeah, continued <laughs> consistent cycle post-college. We went on a couple there. more dates after college. We did do a couple more dates. Um, you know, I think you've seen... I, I think I've seen you grow as a person out of college, specifically just, you know, in your, like, work environment. I remember when you were working at Anonymous Content, like, stressing over life. Yeah. And then, but like crushing it. And now you're like out there making like dope shit, like making shorts. You're about to go make a feature film. So I feel like I've been able to like, that's what I take away funny enough is I don't necessarily remember the times that we like blackout made out in like Brooklawn, which is this odd Bel Air oh, mansion God. that I used to live in. Please stop. For zero dollars. Shout out <laughs> Abner Rafshan. Shout out Farage. Um, yeah, I feel like that's been cool. And now here we are, friends, civil yeah. retrospective. Well, you know what? I've actually been grateful for our relationship because I feel like, you know, between, like, you've had a girlfriend since we met. I've dated people seriously since we met before the relationship that I'm in now. And I've found that, like, in between those things are times that, you know, I've broken up with people and been lonely or felt sad. It's been nice to have a friend that you can hook up with because it's not as dirty and nasty and you know, shameful as, as taking someone home that you don't know. Um, and you know, it's like, you know what you're going to get, but also like it's enjoyable and, and, right. and there's a, there's an intimacy and like a, a, a sweetness to it and it doesn't just feel like gross. Um, so I, I've been grateful for that relationship at times where I have somebody that I can call and come and hang out with me and hook up and go on a date or what have you, but have it not have to be something so serious right or the specific example i'll pull up which um is a text message a lovely text that <laughs> i found uh that you know i think i spent a lot of time crafting it was at 2 a.m <laughs> a year ago today and i said to you woof <laughs> and you texted me back saying uh why did you woof me at 2 30 a.m <laughs> this is <laughs> fair yeah that's a that's a fair question um that's love? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Well, we never really got our feelings hurt. I feel like, you know, when I was in the sorority, girls would use the word woof if they saw someone unattractive or if they were in a circumstance that they didn't want to be in. Like, oh, I have a test on Friday. Woof. Woof, right. Or like, oh, that girl's sleeping with my boyfriend. Ugh, woof. She's gross. <laughs> Which is not nice. Right. But, so when I got that, I was like, geez, what is he woofing me about? Um, but... You know, in the vein of our relationship, we never really took anything too seriously or too personally. Like, I feel like if one of my ex-boyfriends, like real ex-boyfriends, texted me, woof, I maybe would have more of a problem or take more time to figure out what was going on. It's interesting. I see woof is, by the way, I see woof is like a positive thing. Like, I'm kind of, it's like kind of how a dog would say, like, woof. Like, oh, like I'm hey, still, help. like, what's up? Like, hey, yeah, it's like, hi. It's like a That's black so funny. Yeah. You should know that there's another meaning to that word. I know, because everyone's common. always very confused. Everyone's always very confused. It's like a woof. Like, woof right. is like, oh, I have to pay my taxes. Woof. 
Do you think that people, like the relationship we have, do you think that's something that a lot of people actually have, that consistent person that, it's not saying that we'll ever hook up again, you know, you are in a relationship now, this might be the guy that you marry. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but do you think that's a consistent thing that people have? Maybe somebody, does it go back to college? Is that something that women are conscious of? Always having somebody on the back, you know, not the back burner, but having the stable center of the sofa <laughs> that's like... If like, you know, if all these, like if everything were to crumble, I can still fall into this, this guy. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of girls have someone that they can call it to in the morning for sure. What I think is rare about our friendship is that it's not yucky right. and no one's getting, no one ever got hurt. I mean, to that I know. I don't think either no, of us ever got hurt. No, there's a whole skin that is in my room. <laughs> no, that's but you know, I think that that's what's rare and, and that's hard to orchestrate. Like I've had other casual Flings with people that haven't ended as well because somebody likes, it's either me or the other person, likes likes the other person more and then realizes it, it's not going anywhere and then it's hurtful. But for some reason, it worked out between us uh, and I don't, I don't really know why. I think you and I had a conversation at one point where you said to me, like, why did we never really go for this? I think that was you who had that kind of... It was me? Was, yeah, that was you who brought that up. Yeah. Really? I think so... All right, I own that. <laughs> Don't remember it that way, but <laughs> which is interesting. Um, but yeah, we had a we had a like a kind of a conversation about that, and I don't. I was thinking about it before I came here. I don't really know if I have an answer to that. I think it's just where you are in your life when you meet someone, and if the stars align, because you know, I think in some ways it could have made sense, but it just never felt. I never felt the urge to try and take it that direction. We were sort of talking about, you know, I feel like on paper, again, we, we look at our relationship paper, it's like, okay, this checks all the boxes. Yeah. Like we're checking all the boxes for what we want, you know, attractive, likes film, makes me laugh, likes hanging out with, no awkwardness, like, uh, East Coast, these are the essential things. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but then even just on paper, because it was like an A plus on paper, still that didn't convert to like a relationship. Yeah. Which begs the question, what is it that converts to are, are relationships the sum of great qualities? Sounds like maybe not. No, it's, an, it's not. I don't think it is at all. I think some of the best relationships don't make any sense on paper. What, how would you define, how did you engage in a relationship with your now current boyfriend? Um... We met, he lives in New York. Excuse me, I have to cough. <coughs> you can cough. This is a. a he lives in New York. He was uh, coming to LA because I hired him on a shoot. And um, the shoot was very low Employee. budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Power dynamics, <laughs> questionable. Um, no, I hired him as a DP on the short that I was making. We had no money, so he stayed with me. <laughs> <laughs> And, and uh, we like hung out a bunch and then we hooked up and we just... DP, for those of you guys at home, is a cinematographer. The, pers the, yeah. the person who holds the, or sometimes holds the camera, sometimes lights the scene. They are the camera person. That's a really... The camera, depar the camera department camera head. Camera department head. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Um, 
And, uh, and yeah, I mean, that's a good example of something that made no sense on paper. I mean, at the time he had just broken up with a girlfriend of many years. He lived in New York. Classic. He lived in New York. I live in LA. Love that. Um, we talk about that. Our, one of our first conversations was like, I don't want anything right now. And I was like, yeah, me either. I mean, you know, it wasn't something Two that negatives we, make a positive. That we thought <laughs> that's, that's we were going to. Yeah. Um, but we fell in love. I think that you and I never fell in love. Wow. And we spent a lot of time together. And so I think sometimes it's not about orchestrating like the perfect scenario. I don't know if we had decided to really go for it, what we could have done differently. We just spent a lot more time together, I guess. But what is love? Oh, what, God. What, no, I mean, I, you say like we fell in love. What is that? Uh, is that as a result of spending so much time together? No. Had you not spent so much time together, would you have felt the same way? No, we didn't. I mean, we didn't. That's the point. We didn't really spend that that much time oh. together. We we like were together on the shoot, and then I was in New York and saw him. But I'm just saying, you and I spent a lot of time together, and we never really right ca- nothing really caught. Like we never really just had that feeling of, oh shit, I really want this person in my in my life all the time, and and I'm willing to sacrifice all other possibilities for that. I uh, yeah. I I would also say that the time we spent together was. Like that time that at least in my mind that was never that was never the time that we spent together was never like thinking in that direction i mean that feeling is hard to get no matter what even like today like you know 2018 flash to now the current dating scene for like me you know is like i don't spend enough nearly enough time with any women to hit a point where i want to spend every day with them unless it's like an, unless it's a very um quick thing where i like meet somebody i'm like oh my god i'm in love with this person which does happen every single time I meet somebody, oh but God. then, but then there, but then it breaks down. Then it like breaks down. I'm like, you know what? Okay, well, you know, they're actually. I kind of want to go. I want to just be. I want to go right, or I want to go like. I don't necessarily really know this person or like them as much as I thought. Maybe I, I did. Forty five minutes ago, when we were just texting each other. But also, do you feel more comfortable going and writing and being on your own and, and doing the things that you know, aren't going to be a disappointment to you? Because it's also very hmm. vulnerable to put yourself out there and say, okay, I like this person. I don't know this person that well, but uh, like, let me go out on a limb and, and see you know, if there's more there. It's it's very vulnerable position to be in. It is. And I, well, I was going to say, I find that um, you know, maybe sometimes with guys, I think, and with, or at least coming from my personal experience, I will have that expect. I will want to be like five steps ahead of the relationship on the first. Like if I first meet a girl, I think I, I really am going to dig or if I like her. I don't really care for the small talk. I want to be like, I want to be on like date five where we're like, have the inside jokes, have all this shit, you know, have like kind of tension or maybe we've had a fight already. I don't know. I want to be in there, but, and I'll, I'll kind of try to, you know, bring up things, you know, I'll just act as if that's the case sometimes. Like I'll just act as if we already know each other very well. Cause I do know this girl very well. I mean, with, with honestly, with the fucking internet, with Instagram, you know how many times I've gone on a date with somebody where, and I know they've stalked me too. Where I've stalked their entire fucking Instagram library. I know that they were at their cousin's birthday in Palm Springs last weekend. But knowing that they were at their cousin's birthday doesn't mean that you know them in any way. No, but I I do think that you can... I don't believe Instagram is a accurate um, perception of reality. Obviously, Instagram is like the highlights. Mm-hmm. But I feel like today... And maybe this is my flaw. Maybe this is my flaw. But I feel like today you can get to know somebody much quicker than... You could in the past. Yeah, I mean, you definitely know what they look like and can see their general vibe. 
I'm someone that's really turned off by the way a lot of people handle, handle their social media. So if I see something that's like, like when I was dating. Right. And I would check someone's Instagram out. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, this guy's corny. How far, how much research do women do before a date on Instagram? I mean, I can't speak for all women. My One of my best friends won't doesn't like looking up anyone because she just wants to give them a shot. I love that. Yeah, and I think that that's really cool. I mean, I, I'm just a curious person. I, I can't really curb that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just depends on how interested I am. Like, yeah. What's the deepest you've ever gone? Have you gone back years? Have you gone back? What do you mean? Like, on Instagram. On it, well, like, it just depends. Like, you just scroll until it's not stops. interesting anymore. Until I can't. Until like, it <laughs> sometimes until it until stops. Until time doesn't exist. I mean, I like to know what people look like in high school. I think that's such a funny thing to know about someone. Okay. <laughs> you know? I, well, at least I, I like that there's an emotional thing there. It's like you want to know what they look like in or high like school. Or like in college, you know, like you, you see what, what they look like. And right. sometimes evolution is not very big, and sometimes it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> which is. Kind of fun. Yeah. I don't, I'm just a curious person. I like to know about people. So, yeah, I've I've done some digging, but I don't know. I think it's more just like, who is this this guy I'm about to go on a date with? Not to like gain any specific insight into like how to handle them or anything. I just have to be myself. But right. Just to just to like know. It's kind of fun. Do you think? And this is something. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, do you think there's a certain amount of, you know, one of the things I and this is so fucked up. This stays here and with you guys. <laughs> it gives me joy sometimes mm-hmm. when I see a couple that post on Instagram together all the fucking time. And then they break up. And then I see them stop. And I'm like, oh, they broke up. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, it's like, because you're a lonely, sad troll and you is want that, them. <laughs> is, that, is that me? I hope I don't come off like a complete asshole on this, on this podcast. Well, Neither here nor it's there. An exper- this is a social experiment. Yeah. It's going to fail miserably. Fine. <laughs> we're all artists. Um, that's not true. What were we talking about? Well, does that, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I think it depends on the couple. It brings you joy. It depends. No, it's like, how fucking annoying are they? They're like, annoying. how, how obnoxious are they? Every fucking photo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then the... For sure. Okay, so I'm not... Maybe it's a New York thing. Maybe. You want people to be as miserable as you. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Actually, that's, that's, like, that's like a psychological... That's a fact, actually. There, there is something about... Especially on Instagram. Apparently, it's like a thing in us that we want people to be... We want to project our sadness on this onto, you know, with somebody else. We want people to be on the same level as us in terms of our sadness. I think. Maybe it's in New York. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer. You live in New York now. Or no, you live no, in LA. No, I live in LA, yeah. But your boyfriend's in New York. Yeah, he lives in New York. So there's a lot of, you know, things about dating and, you know, there's a great podcast about dating in New York. Um, I don't necessarily, haven't heard much about dating in LA. It's insufferable. It's not possible. It's not exist. It's, it, yeah, it's impossible. That's a word I would use. I don't know. I mean, people do it. I never really had any success finding something that felt meaningful to me here. I don't know why. I think everyone, everyone wants to be famous. Okay. That might be hard. You know, it's hard to Everybody wants something. I think everybody, yeah, like wants, and, and also just has a, um, a sort of drive to do something that's really hard and impossible. And that's sort of the first how, well, you met this Priority. guy and you're now dating in New York because you, you were We met in him. New York the first time. Yeah, the first time that we met, we didn't hook up. He was seeing someone and it was just like, a, you know, 
very yeah. professional. But yeah, um, honestly, I've always had more success with New Yorkers. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's just my particular brand of being a person that's like pretty blunt and uh, kind of, I mean, like when I was first on the dating scene in LA, when I first got out of college, like my early 20s, guys would often say like, whoa, you're a lot or like you're kind of abrasive or... Guys would say that? <clears throat> yeah, like in, in, a certain, in, a, in a certain way. And I think that men in New York are used to that. Like their mother is yes. like that. Yes. <laughs> so maybe that's why it's been harder for me. But I don't know. I just find LA to be, yeah, a really hard place to date. And some of my friends are in committed relationships that they that they forged here in LA, and I'm really proud of them. But a lot of people I know, it's 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 hard. It's hard for. Do you which city do you prefer to be in? Uh, I prefer I prefer different. I prefer them for different reasons. I mean, it's hard because I idealize. New York because I don't live there. You know, my family, my family's there. FOMO, New York FOMO. Yeah, yeah, my family's there and I have some close friends there yeah. and my man's there. And so right now, like I'm in LA and I'd say, shit, I really wish I was in New York right now. I mean, the gravitational pull <clears throat> of New York will, will zip you back over there. Yeah, this, exactly. Like but then I'm there and, you know, I've had way too much to drink 45 days in a row and I'm fat as all shit because I've been eating whatever. There is more drinking in New York. There's more drinking and there's more eating and there's yeah. and there's no exercising, really. I mean, you walk, but like in L.A., I wake up, I go to the gym, I drink a fucking protein shake, I have a salad for lunch, you know. <laughs> what interest, I, I work out much less in LA than, like New York, really? yeah, I can't, I don't, I do, all I do is sit in LA, in New York, it's like you're walking 10 miles a day, you're running like around Central Park, you're like lifting shit, I don't know. I just have a different, I have like an unhealthy thing in New York, I think it's also because I feel like I'm on vacation when I'm there, so I'll just eat whatever I want, right. you know, drink Life. whatever I want, stay up all night. Life is a vacation, maybe, that's one way to look at it. Oh no. God, Jonah. Do you keep tabs on, like, do you keep tabs on me? Like, do you check my Instagram? Will you independently search my feed? No. Okay. You, I, and I'll say, as a guy, like, I actually, I don't for you either. That's not to say that I don't think about you. No, it's fine, yeah. But I don't go into my Instagram, hit search, and search Lauren Pratt. No. There are some people I do that for, though, which is weird. Yeah, well, that's do fine. you do yeah. that? Okay. I mean, I had an ex-boyfriend... In LA, I'm the type of person that's friends with all my ex-boyfriends. Like, oh, so I'm not special. Well, I guess we never. No, well, yeah, but like you know, like my boyfriend in high school, we were together like three or four years, and we're still very, very close. Right. And there, there are very few people that I've, you know, dated that I'm not friendly with now. But there is one guy who really broke my heart, and I had to be like, no, I'm not, never going to talk to you again because it's too painful. Mm. I will check his Instagram. Really? <laughs> yeah. You guys didn't block each other. Um, I haven't checked in in a while. No, I didn't block him. I didn't block him because okay. I knew I would want to know what's up. Right. Well, there is this like thing that's in 2018 that you can never that never existed in like the 90s or even the 80s where you can't escape your past. Really, I mean, like you can't escape your past relationships, especially just given the online space, like. Instagram, even though you don't follow them, they're gonna pop up in someone's tagged photo. That's gonna trigger a whole new set of emotions. It's like, what the fuck? Venmo, classic example. I've seen exes of mine, I, I, the word ex is weird to use, but like, I've seen people I used to hook up with pay their fucking roommates rent. I'm like, I don't know how you're doing. Well, that's really funny but because I know how much you're paying so for rent. when I first started dating my boyfriend, his ex girlfriend, who they hadn't, they had broken up like only a few, like, 
three or four months before it. So I, it was, you know, a weird time. But she had seen on his Venmo that he had Venmoed me for something. Hmm. And that triggered like a, are you, oh, we, we were going on a trip and I Venmoed him for the Airbnb. And she, and she saw that and was like, hey, are you going on a trip with that girl? Um, so yeah, I, I know. Actually, I've had a Venmo flirtation. Explain, please. Okay. This is this is gonna be great. <laughs> Venmo. I'm like the Venmo dating story. girl. Um, so oh, this was. Make sure I'm getting all this good. This keep, was keep like going. A, this was a little over a year ago, and um, I met this guy at a, at, at a friend's house through a friend. He really annoyed me. Usually, when I date people, it's like it's it's really embarrassing, but. Because it's so, you know, romantic comedy, but it's like very when Harry met Sally. But usually the people that I date, when I first met them, the I best was movie ever made. very mean to them and I found them to be intolerable. I mean, that's just... That is... <laughs> that is love. <laughs> that, no, that, it's, it's sometimes men want... Like, it's interesting. It's like, Angelica and Tommy Pickles. That's the classic It's interesting how, how men react to that. And I'm not saying that I do it on purpose at all. Oh, but, sorry, no, Angel- sorry, it's not Angelica. It's the guy, it's, it's Hey Arnold and Angelica. There you go. But yeah, I mean, I just, I, it's not something that I do on purpose. I, I wish that I was better at masking when some, when I find someone annoying, but it's just like the, the way that it has been for me. So anyway, I'm at this party and I meet this guy and I, I find him like, I'm like, who is this fucker? This guy is corny. And he's, you know, trying to talk to me and trying to sort of infiltrate the group and I'm just sort of like, no thanks. Um... So later that night, I got drunk, and my friend was in town from New York on a job, and I wanted her to stay another night because a party was coming up the next day. And she was like, no, no, my boss isn't going to pay for it. It's $300 for me to change my flight. I'm not doing it. So I decided to raise the money at the bar to have her change her flight. So I started just, you know, asking people for a couple bucks here and there. I started Venmoing friends, just like a dollar, like, just pay me this. And I, you know, we start raising the money at the bar for the 300 bucks. And this guy gets drunk. He can tell that I'm not interested in him. So, of course, he wants to change my mind about that. And he offers to, like, I think he offered $40 um, toward the pot. But he didn't have it on him. So I'm like, all right, great, 40 bucks. Like, so I, you know, putting that down in my notes and I'm like trying to calculate, make sure that we have the right amount. We, we, do have the right amount by the end of the night. She changes oh, her flight. Hustle three hundred dollars in yeah, like a night. I did. That's producing. You know Caroline. Caroline so. Tudor is like one of the most beautiful people alive and yes. one of my best friends. Yes. She would go. She would go up to dudes and just be like, "Hey, can I have ten bucks?" <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and people are, usually get asked that by other people at the bar. You know, some of them were like, "No, but I'll buy you a drink," and she's like, "No, nah, no." You know, and then <laughs> the ten, please. And then some. Some other dudes are like, ah, well, I have like five, like I have five bucks. Can I give you that? And she'd be like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, through her, you know, beauty and courage and a lot of uh, us hustling the bar, we made the 300 bucks. So the next day I go to Venmo, this guy, 40 bucks. He offered me 40 bucks. Sure. Um, And he like doesn't, like won't do it. Like he was like, no, no, we were drunk. Like I'm not going to. Venmo you that or whatever like and I was like no like a deal is a deal I put this in my credit card we raised it you said you were giving me 40 bucks like you give me 40 bucks so we started this Venmo back and forth where like did you know him personally before this or no you ran okay no keep going <laughs> no 
Um, so he starts, uh, we start this like Venmo back and forth where he like, you know, Venmo's me a cent and then I Venmo him back the cent and I'm like, I need the full amount, whatever. And then, and then finally he Venmo me the 40 and I sent it back and was like, no, I don't want your money at this point. It's been like a, a big, you know, horrible sure. thing. So, uh, finally he writes me on Venmo and he's like, listen, we got off on the wrong foot. Like we've had a terrible time together, but I'd really like to take you on a date. This is in a message on, this is the message <laughs> Venmo. column of it's Venmo. all Venmo. Did you guys go on the date? Yeah. How was it? It was okay. We actually, we dated for a, li Shut the a little up. bit. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay. So this is like, you know how in Harry Met Sally, how they're like, yeah, we were neighbors and she looked at me from across the hall and we've been dating for 87 years. You know, the old couple yeah. drinking. So you guys would have sat down and been like, yeah, we were like messaging each other on Venmo and shit. And like, he asked me out like 40 times and I said, yes. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it would have been a much better story had we ended up together. It kind of crashed and burned after right. a couple dates. Right. But, but yeah, I mean, I think that I'm still kind of a romantic in that sense. Like, I wasn't that interested in him. But something about the story and the um, sort of antagonistic thing that we had. It's fun. I was like, sure, why not go on a date with you? Because in my mind, I was like, even if it's a complete disaster and I hate you and we end the fight with me like slamming the door of your car and going inside... It's a great it's story. A great story. Great... So I guess, Jonah, like, what? How do you see our relationship? <laughs> why? Why didn't it work out? And you had said something like, um, you know, from the beginning, whether you want to hook up with someone, date them, or marry them. What idea did right. you have about me, and and was it changed in any way? Like I said, I think I I, I was interested in you because East Coast film. Sure. Cute. Like all these things that like we're checking the boxes. Older, which I thought was cool. I was like, oh, she's like a I'm senior. I'm like eight months older than you. How old are you actually? Are you 27? 28? 28. 28. Yeah. Okay, I'm 27. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that checked all the boxes. And I was like, okay, I want to get to know this girl. So I, 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 we did go out to dinner and we, we went to go see a movie or went on like a date. I don't remember that. No, yeah, me either. So I was like barely. sophomore year, you were a junior. I was a sophomore. Don't remember that. But... Then I eventually, I don't know, I was such an idiot when I was a sophomore. Like, I don't really, I don't think I had emotional feelings. I didn't know how to quite, I was so overwhelmed by the idea of like, okay, you got to, you're in first year in class. You're just like watching shit ton of movies. Then you're getting drunk. Then you're watching shit ton of movies. And, you know, oh wait, now you're like texting this cool, like older girl. And like, oh, like she wants to like go do this fun activity and now you're like hooking up and like your fucking, like your mattress is on the floor of your fucking bathroom. So perhaps you didn't have like a macro plan and you didn't really consider me as like uh, another thing, like another person in the sense of like, yeah, but like somebody that might have feelings for you, but you considered me as like. I feelings at all. Just given like, like we never ever, to my knowledge, we never even had like, I didn't really know how to have like emotional conversations like that, about like how we felt about each other at this point in my life. But um, just, you know, when we were hanging, like we would hang out, it was either like, Let's talk business stuff, like film stuff. Let's talk production. Let's do our cool shit, mm -hmm. which I love about what we would do and, yeah. and our relationship. Or we're like drunk at a party and like, we're like, hey, what's up? Hey, let's go kiss. Like, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah. And then after college, I felt as if you were very busy, mm -hmm. almost too busy to hang out with me, which okay. is, which is maybe, Mitch is maybe, I'm sort of judging from your face, something that. You disagree with? No, 
know. I'm just wondering if that's the truth. Yeah, I thought you were super busy, like just always doing stuff. And so like we would make plans. And it's, this is if we go back and look at our text. Like we would make plans and they would often fall through. And I know that was a lot of me, uh-huh. but it was also you. It was, too, it was, it was both of us. And yeah. like that one, yeah, sure. Like, and do things, do things do pop up. I think, listen, if you really like somebody, you'll make, you'll figure yeah. out how to see them. And maybe we just didn't like each other at that level to really make the effort to go see each other. Yeah. Maybe that's because we knew what we were getting. Maybe because you knew how that would end. Like we knew what it was. There was no mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, you're somebody who somehow through all that, similar to what you said, like you're always, you know, you're always in my top, you're always like someone I think, you know, think about, come up, you know, come up, I care about, I see out socially for like consistently for the past like eight years, eight years, which is to say, I think says something. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> I'm going to ask you one more thing, which I think could be interesting. Oh, God. So what if, what if I said to you, like, at some point in, in all of it, like, let's say that we ended up like, going on another date, you know, two right. years ago, a year ago, whatever. Right. I said, do you know, Jenna, I've really, I think in all this time, I've actually developed some feelings for you. <laughs> and it's embarrassing, but I, I like you. And uh, why don't we try to just see each other for a little bit and see what happens. It was, it was the question. Would you do that? Would what, do how that? would you respond? What year was this? When was this? Okay, let's say that I wasn't in a committed relationship right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, what, and the specific question was what? what do you want to get, I like you, Do you want to enter Jonah. a relationship? Well, why don't we see more of each other and see if that's... If you said to me right now, let's see more of each other, I would probably say, let's see more of each other too. Would you be optimistic about that turning into something real? I, I honestly wouldn't know. I mean, I, I, would, I would say if I was a betting... But would you be optimistic? <laughs> yes, I'd be optimistic about it. <laughs> 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 you, it's like fucking J. Edgar the Finally movie. you're red. <laughs> like, finally you're uncomfortable. This is the point this of it. This is the point. There we go. <laughs> this is take two, guys. What do you guys want to know? Are you just saying that to me because I'm sitting here? No. No, but I'm not that good of an actor. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, yeah. Well, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's art. That's fucking great. There cool. you go. All right. And cut. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>